Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Yeah, boy! Straight to dome. Knock, knock. What, Harley? Nobody's home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In fact, though, everybody's home right now. Got two little kids. They're playing, watching Gabba Gabba. It's 10.15 on a lovely Monday evening. You're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast, where we randomly rant on all things movies. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me, as always... Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm over here, Tony, a.k.a. MCP. So a couple weeks back, we talked about um, Harley's new... I don't know, how, how do we call it? Mm. Um, he's going uh, to outdo Tony by taking food off people's plates that leave food behind. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, straight you jack people's food at restaurants. Yeah. It was funny because I was telling that story to Amy, and she laughed because she said her friend did that one time. Nice. Where her friend... She's single? Um, uh, she is married. Ah. Yeah. Do you remember Kira? No. Molofo? Molofo? Oceanside? Uh, no. My name doesn't... Ah. Well, she was... Uh, she saw a dessert. It was like a piece of cake and it looked really good. So her husband oh, yeah. got the camera and started recording it while she was eating it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Damn, it's not so common. I was like, "Son of a bitch!" That'd be a lovely. Uh, wouldn't that be a lovely blind date though? If you two went out and you guys just ate other people's food, <laughs> we just jacked other people's food. But then I told, I told what started that was that Tony drinks everyone's drinks that are left behind, and then Amy goes, "Oh, so she, so he drinks all the backwash." And I never thought of that. Yeah, it's alcohol, man. Yeah, it's, it's alcohol. It yeah, who backwash. fucking cares? It's literally backwash. It's like mm-hmm. from a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With enough alcohol, it'll kill it all. It doesn't matter. Hell that's, yeah. That's, that's, um, see, why didn't I think of that at that time? <laughs> see, I was just like, yeah, you're right. Huh? That is pretty gross. Moving on. Um. <laughs> no, there's times, like, um, especially beer cans, like if there's barely anything left, I won't touch it. Yeah. Because there's no alcohol in it. I mean, it has yeah, to have, like, a it's shot's worth. You have to at least, like, yeah, like, a shot, like, a shot's yeah. worth. If I get a shot's worth of alcohol, maybe half a shot, uh, that's pushing it. But if anything less than that, I'm like, no, no, uh, that's not worth it. A couple gulps, gulps, and you're good? Yeah. (laughs) See, Tony's thing, it's not a financial thing like mine. (laughs) Tony's is just a wasteful thing, which I respect. I, I... I have a lot of admiration for that for that mentality of not it should, wanting. It should waste be a, it should be a goddamn holiday. Is what you're saying about this man? But he's, doing a, he's doing a he civil should be, He should be given a Nobel Peace Prize for he jacking give the key to, to the city <laughs> for everything he does. He gets a key to the Bad Boys podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's just a fucking glass with ice in it, and there's like a sip of fucking spit at the bottom, you know, some people save trees. You know, some people save trees. Some people build houses. You know, some people take in, or you know, not not Tony. Tony, he he, no. he takes he takes it to the next level. He's like, sure, you're gonna drink. Not a tree no, hugger. He's a drink hugger. Yeah, I'll drink exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's right. I got a Nobel Peace shot. That's what I want. There you go. How about that? You know, you know, collect glasses and little shot glasses. MCP. Drink hugger. So if you if you ever um, you know you don't want to waste any drinks at a party, just come in and uh, hire Tony and he'll clean everything right. up for you. I usually uh, take my chair and sit next to the recycle bin or the trash can. Now how do you pl- like? Do you plan this out? Like do you wait 
Are no. you like stalking it? Like, I don't. Not I don't want like, to are you do kinda, it. Like scoping the whole scene, like the Terminator. Red scan. Red image, and then like it focuses. Your eye zooms into a beer bottle, and it like says. I'm sure my drink hugging measures it too. If it's like a shot's worth, if it's not, it's like no, it's like not. Yeah, my drink hugging Android side needs its battery filled first. And so slowly as I drink alcohol, it fills that battery up. And then once I'm fully charged, I'm like, bam, I'm on, I'm on the attack. Some guy looks at him he's like, what the fuck are you looking at my drink for? And he's looking at all these commands and he goes, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> I need your clothes, your boots, and your drink. <laughs> and all your alcohol. I rem- and I imagine the beginning of Terminator 2 with Arnold just drinking everyone's beer instead of actually getting anything else. <laughs> and, it's, and it's Tony because it's, it, Arnold's naked in it. It's part of Tony's naked party. That's right. That's what I do. Funny thing is, is me and Chris went to bed last night and I couldn't sleep, and I was like, "I'm gonna fucking watch Terminator 2." And so awesome. I watched the first 30 minutes of Terminator 2 last night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't. I, I picture. Now you'll never be able to watch it again after after a binge of uh, dancing all night. And, uh, and now he's like, "I gotta go drink some alcohol." <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. That's time. That's a good start yeah. there. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it kind of uh, sums up my weekend. Oh really? Why don't you, you steal somebody's drink? Yeah, well, yeah. Tell us. Um, well, I stole one drink. I stole a shot. There was like a, a big roll of them. I couldn't stop myself. Where Bart was this at? Where were you at? Uh, we went to Boar's on um, Friday night. Okay. Oh, in Carlsbad there. Yeah, in Carlsbad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and, uh, that place. Yeah, you know, we have our new roommate. Though, you know, she invited us out. We we're all drinking. Um, Wait, how's that? I, you moved in? The bartender was serving like like ten shots, and I was like, "Whoa, those shots look good!" And uh, I was pretty buzzed at this point, so I grab one and take the shot. I'm like, "I'm sorry, I can't help it. Let me pay you for it." <laughs> to the bartender, she's like, "It's fine." And just laughed and just poured it again. So I kind of took somebody's shot before they even knew they had it, but I just like I, it, it was right there. Oh, dude, now you intercepted things. I intercepted. They even yes, take sir. a shot before that's they awesome. That's getting out of hand, buddy. Yeah, you take it to a whole another level. Yeah, but hey, the bartender loved me because I just kept buying. Like I drank that, and then uh, I ordered another one and took it to Lane. I was like, "Yo, you gotta try this. It's called the Cactus Cooler." Cactus um, Cooler. Yeah. That soda's good. Yeah, so soda's great. So now is it like that? Is it like no, orange it's pineapple. Like, it's pineapple. She kind of makes it taste kind of like a cactus cooler, um, oh, but it doesn't really taste like the actual can, you know can of soda. Um, yeah. But it still tastes good. But if it did, oof. dude, yeah. fucking forget about it. Mm-hmm. Eat about it. Drunk as hell. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what I flashed on this weekend? I was thinking to myself, I smelled something. I think it was my kid's breath one morning. <laughs> and uh, and right. I, it, <laughs> it, it flashed on me what Donaldo used to say when he used to smell something that was terrible. You oh, know? boy. Here it goes. <laughs> and for the people listening that are like wondering what it is, you got them in suspense. You'll never know. You'll never know. I won't tell you. Denal will have to come on the podcast and tell you, but it was always funny. It's like yeah. funny shit. Denal I get people a clue. It's from Carlitos Way. Yeah. There you go. I have to find so, out. So your kid had bad breath and you bust that line out or what? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't say it, but I was thinking it. I was just, I just was chuckling in the good old days of Donaldo, you know, just, not even trying to be funny, but just, you know, having a couple one liners every once. It's like it's like Tony, you know, like you know, one good joke every year is all you expect, but that one joke just actually puts you on the floor laughing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still waiting for it for twenty four. No, I already spent mine. You did? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. 
I'm a little distracted. I'm going to play referee in case these boys start fighting. So, but those they, they seem to be okay. Right on. Um, that was just my Friday night. Saturday, um, we wrapped gifts. Did all like eighty percent of our gift wrapping. Nice. You're already done, huh? Yeah. Nice. And then um, on Sunday, I went over to my buddy Ricky's house. He's a coworker. Um, took my green screen that I bought on Saturday, and we started filming all day. Oh shit. You bought a green uh, screen? Yeah, I have a green screen now. And uh, we were filming for a holiday skit for work. So we had the whole engineering department, well, most of it, four of us. And uh, we just, just did this stupid skit with m- monkeys and bananas. And, um, oh, are we yeah. going to be able to see this? Uh, I don't think so because it's our company name associated with it. I'll show it to you guys, <laughs> but I ain't posting it online anywhere. Oh, I was going to post it on, our, on the page. In the no, Facebook. no, it's not. I don't think we can go there because we make fun of um, the CEO, we make fun of the executives, we make fun of the software, we make fun of the product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with monk, with using monkeys and uh, bananas. Monkeys. Yes. All right. And we had little cutouts of our CEO's face, and we were holding the cutouts over our face and talking like we were them. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's professional shit, man. Absolutely. Lucas, but, uh, yeah, so that was harder. that was Sunday. And then uh, today I've spent pretty much all day just editing the video. Still not done yet. So oh, okay. Yeah. So you're saying you had more fun today editing than the, the actual making? Uh, I would say <laughs> it's about half and half because yeah, it was pretty fun Okay. filming. Because, I mean, I got my new camera. I got my new green screen. So I was, you know, breaking in all my new toys. You got a good camera too? Yeah. Did you do the this camera, just for the No, skin? the camera that I took to Comic-Con. I, oh, can, okay. I can video with that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So I, I took that camera. And then um, uh, one of the guys from work... He does um, audio recording and producing, so he brought in his sound equipment with a you know condenser mic and all that shit. And so, you know, we had we looked like we were professionals. We weren't, but we looked like we looked the part. Yeah. So so once the screen once you use once you're done with that skit, you're just gonna have green screen. Now you're gonna have this huge green screen, right? Yeah, what are you gonna now, do with it? Now you can you chroma key it out, so and replace it. You you tell the software to replace all the green with another video. No, no, I know, but I'm saying, what are you going to do with, uh, once you're done after that skit? What do you mean? You have you have this big thing of green screen now, right? Yeah, it's just it's a cloth and it hangs. Oh, this is boring the shit out of me. <laughs> well, Fonzo's all interested. This is the first time Fonzo's interested, and Harley's not. Yeah, but it's just a cloth, and I have like stands that fold up, and it just all folds down and rolls up into a small package. So. What I'm saying is you're going to be making home videos at home where you're fucking going to space and fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking in space. Gonna, That's exactly gonna what I'm going to do. Star Trek? Star yeah. Wars? Yeah, exactly. He's going to remake the Star Wars teaser trailer. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted... Because I got into photography, I've always, I wanted a green screen anyway. Um, right. so yeah. Why'd you turn the TV off? Yes, you did. It's off, look. Turn it on. No. Let me know. Turn it on. <laughs> you hear that? They get no respect. Turn it on. I better not yell because they yell back at me. There you go, pal. I even moved the cable box like a little bit further away so they can reach it. And they still reach it. Oh, look, NFL primetime. There you go. Watch that. Speaking of NFL primetime, Chargers, you fucking asshole. Why can't you beat the Patriots for us? Help us out here. No. Oh, it did you guys a favor, huh? Yeah, well, would have done you a favor. Why can't you? You guys were winning. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. I watched the whole game too. It was but fucking heartache. Yes. 
just uh, it's what Bill Belichick does. Beats the fucking Chargers. It's even harder to swallow when it's in San Diego. Were you yelling? Were you mad? Oh, I was fucking furious. <laughs> fucking mind. I was drinking too, so. Oh, boy. I had taken the girls home early, so it was just me and Chris on the back, and so I had a few too many, and. Oh man, Tony, like, Tony, answer me this, cause I don't know if it's, if it's hatred towards Harley, or he's just Mr. Popular and everybody loves him, because I got two texts from two different people that wanted me to bring up the game, and, uh, wanted to hear uh, Harley's reaction, or, and, and to give him shit, so I'm like, what the fuck, what the fuck is it with Harley? Who gives a fuck about that guy? <laughs> you know? One was, one was Donaldo, he's like, hey, Fucking Chargers a lot. Make sure you give Harley shit. I'm like, all right. And then Leanne, and then Leanne likes the Patriots, so she's like, hey, make sure you give Harley shit. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yes, it was hilarious. I was like, I will do. I think that. People just want to hear oh, his reaction. Donaldo well, and Leanne, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Some people there, you just happy? want to watch the world burn. <laughs> Why take your phone? Yeah, tell us about the game, Harley. Tell us how you feel. They want to hear. Now you gotta tell them. It was hard. It's, it's hard, you know. I mean, they, it was close. There was. Was Chris scared? Of you? Was she not in the room? Right? She she couldn't be in the room. No, it, no. It was interesting. Was was Chris was getting into it and like like asking questions about the game? Like, what's that yellow line? You know, or or uh, you know, because she, she she had a hard time understanding the whole downs, four downs kind of thing, ten yards to go kind of thing. So it was kind of explaining it to her and. And then, but what happens is, like, if there's a turnover, like a tip, or, and there's a lot, there was a couple weird, uh, like, picks and stuff. And then there was a, a, was it a fumble? Yeah, it was a fumble recovery that the Chargers ran back for a touchdown. So I'm, like, doing backflips, right? I mean, that's, like, at the beginning of the game. We were up by, I think, like, nine points or something like that at one point. I mean, I was just shitting a brick. I was so excited. <laughs> and then, and then there was a tip ball that was run back for a touchdown. From the for the Patriots, but then it was held back with a with a penalty, which was a kind of a questionable call. A lot of people like to see that. Um, that's just good solid defense, but it you know it hurts. Uh, did you see the play? You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, okay. So it was just it was just a safety hitting a wide receiver, and um, he hit him he hit him like at the upper upper shoulder. Kind oh, of did, and he just laid him out, right? Yeah, knocked him out, and they called it helmet to helmet or d- defenseless receiver. And you know, I mean, it was a pretty clean hit. It's just the you know, it's just one of those situations where the the, the wide receiver got his clock clean. So that's um, funny that happened in the Denver game too. Um, oh, okay, and, and yeah. Was, so you know, they're, you know, they're just protecting hit. the players. You know, the refs are, but then at the same time, they're trying to put points on the board. You know, the the NFL wants to see fifty points every fucking game. So they call these bullshit, you know, holding penalties on cornerbacks and stuff. That shit drives me nuts. It's like after five yards, you can't even breathe on the fucking receiver without getting called automatic first down. That shit fucking infuriating. Yeah. So, um, so, so anyway, so when weird shit like that happens, I just start screaming and flailing <laughs> about like a fucking, like a two year old child who wasn't given dessert for dinner, you know? Yeah. And, um, I'm sorry. No, I, I don't mind. I might have missed it, but were you at home or were you somewhere else? Yeah, no, I was here at the house. We were in the okay. back room. So, and um, and so Chris just starts going like she doesn't know what's going on because it's too hard for her to follow. You know, I mean, <laughs> just you know, second and 
you know, second with seven to go or third and long is all kind of confusing, so I have to explain it to her. And so something when something weird happens, like a turnover or, or a punt block for a fucking touchdown, shit like that, she yeah. just gets confused. And she doesn't know if I'm screaming in excitement or screaming in sad. I'll just go, oh, my God, what the fuck? I'm just start, you know, my flailing <laughs> about. And she doesn't know if it's good she or bad. She just goes out of the room. Because essentially my reaction is the same. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's. I think it's entertaining, uh, entertaining to watch. Um, uh, me watch football. I told her to record it. I know. I know. She uh, she actually ordered me a uh, an action cam, a Sony action cam for my birthday this year. So maybe maybe you'll get a chance to watch the YouTube video go. of me. Freaking the fuck out! Um, <laughs> can go viral. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, That's so awesome. anyway, so yeah, yeah it's it's a tough loss right. for sure. Um, it, your schedule's yeah. only getting tougher. Yeah, exactly. I think we played you guys next week, right? That's right. So, but then the fucking 49ers who we have to play—they lost to fucking the Raiders. Uh, to the Raiders after the Raiders. I guess the Raiders were pissed off when they lost fifty-two to nothing. Yeah, so. So take it out <laughs> on somebody. And then who did you guys beat? I forgot. Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. So. And Peyton didn't even throw one TD pass. It was all the three touchdowns we ran in. Oh, nice. So yeah. good getting it done. We can win with his arm or without it. I like yeah. that. It's good. Well, I mean, Buffalo. Jesus Christ, it's not exactly a Pro Bowl uh, level team, I would argue. So, but anyways, <laughs> here and there. Tough, <laughs> tough football week. But there you have it, Donald and Leanne. I hope that was satisfying for you. Carly's still pissed off. He's still starting yes. about it. And, then, and now I'm pissed off that the people who I consider <laughs> to be a friend text you and say, give him shit. <laughs> You're fucking popular, man. Why, why are you upset? I should make you happy. Oh, you know me. I don't give a shit about that. Oh, all right, it's a popularity contest, huh? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a fucking Charger fan because it's popular to be a Charger fan. If I if I wanted to be a fan of a popular team, I just root for the 49ers or Seattle. <laughs> yeah, See, exactly. don't like you. you don't say Seattle in this house, buddy. Get your ass kicked. So, how was your weekend, though, pal? Besides that, <laughs> uh, it was cool. It was chill. You know, pick up the kids, hung out this weekend. <laughs> Whoa. Right, all right. <laughs> I don't see that's gonna happen. Sorry. No, it's, can't move uh, fast enough. Yeah, it was low key. <laughs> oh, he just smacked him. In, he just smacked his brother in the face. Oh, straight fucking WWE style over there at the Salazar like, family. Like, huh? One of one was playing on the phone, and then the other one was looking, and he's looking, and he just smacked. Hey, him. I want that phone, bitch! Wow. <laughs> now they're both looking at it, so I don't know. All right, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's all good. <laughs> that so, might just happen. Uh, yeah, chill weekend. Not much. Just hang out. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I just chilled too. Um, it's Sunday. I ordered my mom's. Yeah, Amy's like, it's finals week, so she's, you know, it's, it's a lot of pressure right now. Um, once she gets these two classes done, two tests, like tomorrow night, she won't be back to school till, um, the fall. So she'll be off for eight months and then, uh, she'll start at, uh, Cal State. So she's pretty excited about that. Um, she has these two more, but after that, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just a lot of pressure. You know, it's like, Christmas, we're trying to relax, have fun. Cause I'll be off for like 18 days in December. Like, like starting the 20th, I'll be off for 18 days. So I can't wait. Um, but yeah, before that, and then today we got our new phone. So I'm just like transferring stuff and putting things in. 
But yeah, so now, um, like I said, I'm, and Amy's actually taking the test right now. She's like out like an hour before it's due. So and she did take an online class. Yeah. She had to go to today. She had, sometimes she has to go to the, in, she has to go to the school and take it and yeah, take like the term. Yeah, yeah. Um, than that. Um, but cool. But yeah, now that uh, now that's the weekends are done. I hear Doth Punk tuning up, ready to hear some box office, y'all. So we had almost no change in the top five. The uh, only uh, real new film to the list was The Pyramid, but it debuted at number nine. So um, number five was Interstellar, 7.7 million. So it's made 158 million domestically. So it's almost broken even. Um, but again, Big Hero 6 just keeps edging it out. It made $8 million for a grand total of 177 so it has made its money back domestically. The number three film was la- interesting thing. Horrible Bosses debuted at number five last week. And after a 45% drop-off, it bumped itself up to number three. So mm-hmm. that's kind of weird. It made $8.4 so dropped off faster than Horrible Bosses. What, say that again, I'm sorry? Horrible Bosses dropped, is what you said, but it still went well, up in the list. Well, it had a 45% list. drop, <laughs> but it went from number five to number three. So it sounds like everything else in the top five dropped more than what exactly. Horrible Bosses that's, is. Damn. That's exactly, and that's it, it, that's right. Number one was a 61%, number two was a 57 number three, Horrible Bosses was only 45 Big Hero 6, 57 Interstellar, 50 Dumb and Dumber was number six at 48 7.47. So, yeah, I mean, it had the least drop-off, probably because it was an adult comedy. Uh, of course, Dumb and Dumber was, too. So, um, But, yeah, that's kind of interesting. You don't normally see a film move up a couple spots after its opening weekend. Oh, we've uh, seen it before. Did you forget? What? From 26 all the way to number one, motherfucking Dylan Dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but the number two and number one films remained the same. Uh, Penguins of Madagascar made 10.9 for a grand total of 49.3. But here's the catch. They threw $130 million at that film. That's a lot of fucking money. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm curious. I'm gonna look at the world. It has made a shit ton of money foreign. It made 93.8 million foreign. So it has made money worldwide. So I guess it had a, a foreign market. Um, but again, the number one film for the third week in a row is The Hunger Games made $22 million, mm. uh, which is still decent money. And that's a total of 258 domestically. So yeah, those, it's like a, right, it's like a, a mint of just shitting out money. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, interesting stuff. Um, and uh, look at this one. Uh, another film that were, I would think that maybe wouldn't have the the legs in the foreign market. The Hunger Games made three hundred and two point eight million dollars foreign, so it's already crossed the half a billion dollar mark. Fuck. Damn. So, I was I was listening to an interview um, about these uh, what they call tent pole films, mm-hmm. and how Hollywood used to have. You know, sort of one or two tentpole films a year. Studios would have that to sort of like 
keep their their uh, keep them in the black, you know. So they'd they'd make a bunch of films throughout the year, but you know it was kind of a coin flip whether they were going to make money or not. And you know some of the some and so, a lot of the great indie films that we've seen over the years were those kind of films that we didn't know, you know, you know maybe like you saw Night Stalker or something like that, where they throw twenty million dollars at it and you know they hope or kind of stuff like that. I mean, but what's happened is these tentpole films have essentially, because they make so much money, the studios throw all their eggs in one basket, essentially, and they really live and breathe off one or two films a year, and there's almost no room for air. So it's like there's there's they they are expecting to make the percentages off you know, again, a few films. And that's why they keep shitting them out, these sequels and, and stuff like that, because it's guaranteed money. You know what I mean? People just go out. They fucking... I mean, imagine if if they brought a fucking another Twilight... Uh, you know, another Twilight movie out of the woodworks and said, guess what, bitches? We got some more vampires and shit. The fucking kids would be running out and seeing it. I'm surprised they have You think they so? You think they're still into it? Fuck Yeah! Are you fucking kidding whoa, me? Whoa, whoa, take it. Okay, how about how about the like the makeshift wannabe ones like um uh the more they're, Instru- they're not based on anything. They're not sequels. They're not based what? on anything else. What? Tony, what's the other one? Help me out. Uh, uh. I don't know. <laughs> no, Fonzo, I know what you're talking about. I mean, they do but, this. They they you know. They stamp out these teen. There's drums, imitations, but the imitations you know, don't carry the original name. And the exactly. name, the and sequel, that's what is what know. brings people in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how many movies have we seen that are essentially like The Hunger Games? I, well, there was just one, saying, uh, like, The Maze Runner or like some shit teen, like that. I was like, like have we seen this Giver, movie? Um, Mortal Instruments. What's the but one with Stanley Woodley? What's that one? Um, yeah, they're all, they're all, but, but they're all like new Tony material. said. Was it? It's new material. It's not... Yeah. It's not Twilight. based on. It's not. It doesn't have the name attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like lumped into that though. It's like people, you know. People well, no, want. we lump it into it. But I think what I think what Harley's saying is that people don't. People like they. Are, I want that. You give me a sequel of this particular thing, I will go to it. Yeah. You give me all I this other shit that sounds like it. Nope. Of this care Bella or whatever the fuck her name is, you know. It's. I want to know what happens to what's her name in the Hunger Games. I blame Tony for reading all those books. He started the stupid trend. <laughs> yeah, it's all your fault, Tony. <laughs> it's his. It's his fault because he stole <laughs> some of his drink. I know. I was. Uh, I was debating whether I should tell the story. There, there was a Reddit post of somebody who, um, who read the Twilight books, and that it was. They were so bad, and made her switch careers to be an editor. She's like, I cannot allow any more literature to come out this bad. So I'm going to switch careers. She gave up her job. I don't, can't remember what it was and became an editor. See, that, that should be rewarded. <laughs> that right says there. something right there. That's right. Jesus. But people, but and one of the arguments is like, well, just because it's bad literature yeah. doesn't mean people, young teens, eat it, eat it up. You know, oh, it doesn't yeah. have to be, it well, doesn't have to be quality like for it but to that be popular. Not even, but, well, the thing is, like, we think that it's just a demographic of, like, teenage girls, right? When, when when that thing was huge, and I remember going to, like, customers' houses, it was, like, moms, dude. They were Right, it's shit. moms who are trying to relive their teen years. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, I remember talking to, like, coworkers back when the Twilight films were coming out, 
and his 40-year-old wife was going to the midnight showing. Yeah. And I was like, what? Aren't you too old for that shit? And I think (laughs) that's a good point. I think that's where, like, I think that's where a lot of that money comes from is, you know, them 44-year-old desperate housewives who ain't got shit to do. Mm -hmm. But like Tony said, live out their fucking fantasies. You know, all the authors like, their husband will sneak in like a thief in the night and bite him in the neck or some shit. Yep. And I mean, all they want to do is, you know, catch a quickie and then pass the fuck out. <laughs> it's kind of uh, like the <laughs> same reason why that whole um, for the Fifty Shades of Grey book yeah, and that whole movie that has a big following. Same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. You know, the housewives are, you know, they're just living out their fantasies. Yeah. When that when that when like when, when a reality that, Tony's doing that shit every writing, weekend, son. <laughs> It's like fart jokes for boys. It's like lowest common denominator writing. Hey, I remember when I was a kid and I used to go visit my dad and his girlfriend. You know, she was, you know, 35 years old. She had a whole room with bookshelves full of those, like, romance, drama, softback novels. Somewhere different. Where on the, on, on the cover of each book was a man holding a woman, you know, like. It was Fabio holding all those women. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But she had like hundreds of the motherfucking books, and I and I would like I'd look at all the covers, and it was the same goddamn cover, and I'm like, does she have like 50 copies of the same book? And I'm looking at all the titles, and they're all essentially the same title, you know. And I'm like, I'm sure every book. I, obviously, I never read any of them. I'm sure every book was exactly the same as the other ones. Right. I'm waiting for that demographic that hits my sensibilities where it's those movies, those romance novels like that, but the dude farts all the time. <laughs> like right before he's going to kiss Well, we her, have that. We have the horrible bosses. You know, we have that. 50 you know, fart have, dates. Uh, what was that movie where the guys, the sperm gets mixed up or something and they, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Twins. Same guy from Horrible Bosses, um, switched or something like that. You know what I mean? They're they're yeah. bad comedies that's written for, you know, 21-year-old dudes yeah. kind of thing. So, um, you know, and then somewhere in the middle is Christopher Nolan making fucking films, you know. So, right. Or, or you know, on Girl, you know, right, stuff right. like that. Yeah, you know, real, yeah. you know, bringing new stuff. So. Yeah. I'm going to bring this up real quick just because I'm seeing it in the headlines. It says, Sony hackers apparently demand Studio Pool the interview. Have you guys seen that? Tony, Whoa, that? No. No, I haven't either. They're, they're, holding, it, they're holding them hostage? Holy shit. A group calling itself GOP posted a message online Monday that warned Sony to stop immediately showing the movie of terrorism, which can we gotta go watch it now and cause a war. GOP, which stands for Guardians of Peace, did not specifically identify the movie. We have to go watch that thing now. <laughs> they put Sony probably posted that just hoping <laughs> that it would stir up a bunch of people to go see it. Hey, it worked. It worked. Tony's already he's already fandangling right now. Alright, but none of that nonsense. Happy birthday, Terry Hatcher. She's turned fifty today, y'all. Hey, she's only fifty? Right. Yeah. I thought I would have thought she's older than that. Let me guess, he'd still hit it. Fucking A. <laughs> there you go. And uh but if my girlfriend's listening, of course not. Of How course dare you? not. And you know what? The Japanese are making another Godzilla movie. You like what they saw? No, it's, not, it's their turn again. Like the uh, the Godzilla film that we just saw recently, the big box office yeah, one? Yeah, Toho. They're doing it. So this week, this week, motherfucking week. That was the box office, Harley? Money, money, money? Yeah, that's all. That's all. 
I think next week comes uh, the Exodus, Kings of Gods, which I'd be curious to see, but I don't know if I'll get around saying it or not. Gotcha. But this week, someone chose the homework. Right? Yeah. Was that me? <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> what did I make? I don't remember. You don't, you don't even remember. Did you watch Oh, the oh, that's right. Right. Um, predestination. There you go. Hold on. Let me pull it up on IMD. Predestination. How do you spell predestination? Z-E-M. Zemeckis. Speaking of which, when's the next fucking Zemeckis film coming out? I don't know. MCP. Do your thing, baby. So I I made a mention that uh, I had a lot of fun with um, Daybreakers, which Mm -hmm. is the last uh, Spirit Brothers film. And it also starred Ethan Hawke. And, uh, sort of a future, dystopian future, you know, or vampires and blah, blah, blah. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. And I think you guys. Yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah. A lot of fun with that movie. So when I see that they got this movie coming out and it's the life of a time traveling temporal agent on his final assignment, he must pursue the one criminal that has eluded him throughout time. I'm like, fuck yeah. Rated R, 7.5 on IMDb. I'm like, I'm all aboard, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the movie starts up, and I'm rubbing my hands together, I got my popcorn, and then all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I'm going to throw out the warning right now, like, you better, you might want to watch this movie with a notepad and, and take some notes. Oh, shit. Well, not well, only that, but it's it, a it's slow like, burn for the first, like, 25 minutes. You think so? Yeah, when when he is introduced to the unmarried mother character, yeah, 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 and and she just starts telling the backstory. Let me ask Tony though; he, it's all talky talky. He probably was he, he was eating it up. No, I'm all right. Am I wrong? Sorry, I muted myself. Oh, what the hell? Um, you, um, yeah, no, I I was digging this. Like I'm hearing you guys talking. See, Harley, told you. Yeah, yeah, I was all into it. Oh, see, and it was boring as shit out of me. Oh boy. I was I was I was I was waiting for some time travel, some Marty McFly action, some <laughs> fucking, a ton of time I travel. Think, I think it's safe to say too. Maybe Tony's a big fan of Ethan Hawke. I would guess too. Uh, yeah, that's true. I haven't seen him before. Well, I like him too, and his performance was good. I enjoyed him in this guy. film. He's my friend too. <laughs> no, I didn't say he's my friend. No, I'm just saying. It is. Whoa, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Fight. What happened? Finish him! Why is he mad? And where we leave off at, Tony? We were what time about... do those kids normally go to bed? Hey, shut your mouth, goddammit. You'd be a parent, <laughs> I'd be my own parent, motherfucker. <laughs> when they start winning Nobel Prizes and shit, for being all smart. Staying up late. So, anyways. So the film starts off kind of slow for me. Mm-hmm. And Ethan Hawke is uh, a bartender. Mm-hmm. You're not exactly sure what's going on. Um, we start off the movie and, before that. Before that, there's some shit that goes down. Yeah, the movie Try. starts. The, the bartender scenes comes later. Yeah. Oh yeah, you get that little action set piece at the very beginning. Someone's like uh, trying to defuse a bomb, and the bomb goes off in their fucking face. Yeah, yeah. No, that was good. I mean, that's what Spirit Next Brothers. Thing you know, the guy turns in, go, somebody turns into Ghost Rider. Yeah, no shit. Good point. Good point. And then somebody gives him a helping hand, which yeah. well, there's a and then he becomes 
for it, and then you see him as a bartender. So that's probably where you're like, what? What the fuck? What? What? What happened? Yeah, what? yeah. I mean, and unfortunately, that's well, no, well. I mean, come on. He doesn't just jump from the, the well. Okay, the scene where the burnt face. You don't know who that is. You just see the no, burnt face. Not it's, when it's, it's happening. It's, it's, right, it's and then it, and then it, and then it. Um, the next scene is he's like in the hospital. He's all burned up. His ban- face is all bandaged up. Um, and they tell him like, you know what? We were able to save your face, but you're not going to look like what you looked like before. And then we're like, oh, there's Ethan Hawke. Mm -hmm. Cool. But you know that that's not what he'd always look like. Well, Mr. You see, Mr. Napier, but you see what I have to work with here. (laughs) Mayor. I was waiting for him to say mirror. Because uh, he did, didn't he like throw the fucking tools or some shit? Like, it was straight out of Batman. I was like, what a fucking robot. So anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Tony. Um, well, then from there, he kind of explains like, you know, he's in, he's, he's, he's an agent, um, and he's gonna go do this job, and they give him, you know, the, that violin looking suitcase thing, the time traveling thing, and then, he shows up in, um, and, and they set up what, like, what the big, you know, nemesis is. You know, there's this, um, what, fuzzy bomber? The, the furry bomber? Fizzle bomber. The fizzle bomber. <laughs> and, uh, and like, that's his thing. Like, he's just been trying to catch this guy going through time, trying to prevent it from happening. Yeah, because he said that too. He's like, just give me one more chance. Like, he right, just wants, right. he just wants yeah. one more shot at it. He thinks mm-hmm. he can do it and stop it. Yeah, and so that's when, it, it, then you, you see him as a bartender. Elements of like what Looper, Minority Report. You get that. Right, yeah, you get yeah, elements of that. Of, it's got a lot of that stuff going happening. Mm-hmm. For sure, a lot mm-hmm. of inspiration. You know, um, and and I would I would unfortunately argue a lot of things that those films did better. Um, in a lot of instances, they I I I, I thought while this was a short film, it it had a lot of downtime for me a lot of time where i was like what but i also kind of wasn't motivated a lot i'll never figure out this fucking guy dude tony i don't get it (laughs) i I can't tony i i mean no there's not enough uh tree hugging in it (laughs) (laughs) not enough terrence malick staring at stars um no like it, it it just felt like by the end, by the end, the reveal was like, "Whoa, all right, you know." And then I'm gonna tell you a story that you've probably never heard before. Like, yeah. I'll pay this bottle, all right. I'm with it. Go ahead, you know, because you know it's leading up to something. It's just all build up, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I took but the job I, of building up that story, and then I feel it bad. Just felt like I was like, "All right, you better give me something soon because it's building and building and building, and then it does have that payoff at the end." But that whole but story it, was like. The what it, what it was given, you know yeah. that was the the goal. Like, you know mm-hmm. you 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 know that Ethan Hawke is trying to go after this guy, and then uh, you know the fuzzy bomber, and you see this character <laughs> the come in. Fuzzy bomber, fuzz, fizzle bomber, <laughs> the fizzle bomber. Well, we'll go with the fuzzy bomber, dude. Go for it. <laughs> and uh, um, so his interest, like you know, he went back to that particular bar and and was a bartender to find fizzle. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you see this character come in, and he's talking to him. And you're like, "Okay, this, this is that him? Is that the, is that the fizzle dude?" Which um, is my fizzle. <laughs> <laughs> it's the do double dizzle. Snoop Dogg's gonna fucking rap a a, a song about predestination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's missing. That's what. That's well, what how? Okay, so how long do you think that backstory of 
that character and the you know I, I won't go too spoilerish, but you know the whole like essential sex change mm-hmm. and then pregnancy and mm-hmm. taking babies away. How long do you think all that backstory took? Was it? Uh, t- what do you mean? Explained it? Do you mean or? Yeah, how long? What part of the movie do you? How long do you think that is? Twenty minutes? Forty-five minutes? That's a big portion. That's that a big minute. portion. Probably like yeah. thirty exactly, minutes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and that, that was eating it up. Where it was frustrating for me because it felt too, like, uh, you know, I was like, I didn't come to see uh, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. You know, I wanted to see a fucking. Uh, a movie about time travel and shit, and you're telling me about some chick who was born with a dick. I don't want to. I don't care about that. It was hard for me to. I wasn't expecting ah, it. The, and so so I was the like, payoff didn't. The, it, there was that payoff. You, the, the spoiler wasn't like it, it tied all the loose ends. It tied everything it together. I agree. I'm not saying that it was like poorly written from a screenplay standpoint. It's just that. 40 minutes, which ends up being over half of the film, basically, was just about sort of building that relationship with a character, and that character is all over the place. Right. See, it's telling, I think it's, it's I was entertained. It would be an interesting story, but it's not the story I want to hear. It's not the story I want to I, I want to be you know be, being told. I want to hear about this. Fucking fizzle bomber and traveling through but, time but, and, and the, some weird ass suitcase and shit. Like. That's the thing, and this is spoilerish, so I'm gonna flag this. <laughs> and for me, um, the the story itself was entertaining enough to just keep me going. Like I, I, I guess I wasn't pulled out of the film while they were telling that 40 minutes of backstory and going, wait a minute, I'm watching a fucking time travel movie. Where's the time travel? You did it once. You know, twice maybe. Yeah. You know, I, I I know I was never pulled out of it because I was I got invested in the story. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah tell me. Mm, you right. know, whoa, so that's right. fucked up. Yeah, there's that's some, there's some crazy reason, shit. You know. Yeah, there's some crazy shit in that backstory that kept me in it, and I never popped out. You're like, how much bad shit can happen to one person? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. But I think, but how the whole could you make a good-looking woman so ugly? <laughs> I'm the I whole thought time, that was great. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking you're leading up to the fizzle bomb, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. if, uh, obviously, you're making it seem like it's this person, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna be like, yeah. oh, you're, you're gonna pull the rug under us. Go, oh, it's gonna be somebody else, right? It's of not course, this person. We tricked you, but 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 maybe it is. You know, they oh, but maybe Ethan Hawke's a bad guy. Or what's you know, what's really going on? So well, and in in that story, you're seeing other characters like, oh, maybe it's that one because they did this to this character. Mm-hmm. You know, they fucked this character over, so. Then maybe that's the one that did it, and so it sets everything up, but it's still entertaining while it's doing it. At least for me. I mean, um, and the the only times I did kind of pop out of it was to commend the actress for going to the the, the two role like the the different roles that she was playing, you know, the mm-hmm. different time periods in her life. I was like, wow, that's really cool. While she was telling the backstory, yeah, like that's really impressive. There's that one scene where it's like. Ah, it's spoilery, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to talk about the film without talking about the spoiler. I mean, this film mm. has an, has a really it, it's almost like it's it's almost like plot twist one, and then at the very end when you find out the burning thing, 
it's plot twist 1.5 and that's when it like you said it all comes together mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm like whoa it's like you really have to watch the movie over again it's one of those movies you know right, what i mean can, yeah definitely like you might have missed some things when you watch it again you can yeah, oh absolutely of course of course mm-hmm. and and so when i you know when it was all over i was like it let, like i said it kind of left that boring taste in my mouth and you know, all that, all that reveal came at the last like 10, 15 minutes of the film. And the, the whole hour and, you know, 15 minutes before that, I was kind of like, all right, show, give, give, come on, what you got? Give me something better than this kind of thing, you know? Hmm. And, um, and then when it was over, I was like, fuck, man, this is one of those films that I got to watch again. <laughs> Except, I got to go run to Wikipedia now. I'm not in a hurry to watch it again. Like, and and that's where it kind of was like, oh, you know, it's one of those films where future time travel. I mean, but it wasn't dystopian future. I mean, it was, you know, it was, you know, they invented time travel in 1985, and you could go within 50 years of point. And I was okay, cool. Like, I was digging that stuff. Like the technical part of time travel, I love. I love buying into the world. And the law, you know, it's like zombie films. Are they, are they walking zombies? Are they running zombies? Are they infected? Or, or are they what? And every time That's a new zombie film that, comes uh, out, I said every time a zombie film comes out, they have to draw the, they have to, you know, set out the laws of what, you know, is it the vampire who can't go in the sun or can they go in the sun? Well, this is one of those time travel films. Where can we go back into the future, or can we only go back in the past? Like in uh, what's the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I love that. I love when the writers create the world of and, and and create the boundaries of what can and can't happen in this alternate world, oh, and oh, that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, all right, click, click, real quick. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Anyways, all right, you ready, Tony? Fonzo, uh-huh. I'm just gonna like kind of start off where half where sure. I was. Perfect. So Tony's yeah. Be able to... yeah. Sorry about uh, that, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Are you ready? Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> the click. Slighten the mood. <laughs> so is this a romantic so comedy? I... Oh, jeez. What? what? <laughs> I said, is this a romantic comedy? <laughs> We're all stepping on each other. Uh, we finish each other's sentences. <laughs> Yeah, I wish. We're just <laughs> shitting on each other's sentences now. <laughs> so, so I love that world when films do that. I, I love that making the the laws of you know. In this case, it's time traveling. So you know, again, can we can we go back and how far can we go in the past or can we go in the future? What's the rules, et cetera, et cetera. I love that. Except for that is a very very small portion of this film. A majority of this film is sort of building the character and and then at the end sort of connecting the dots you know and mm-hmm. and so and while and while it does a good job of connecting the dots i feel like it wastes a lot of time per se building up the characters for a film that i would rather have gotten backstory on time travel you know and and so so I think, it, again, it's like one of those films that kind of disappointed me because I was expecting something different. And I might go back to it one day 
and and go, wow, I really like that because you know, appreciating it for what it is, you know, maybe like a drive situation. Um, but unfortunately, I did, you know, I didn't have that excitement and. It, I was just kind of expecting something different, and mm-hmm. so it kind of left me, yeah, because it left seems me like, wanting kind of thing. It seems like you hinged on, or you know, you picked up on the time traveling part, but that's not what the movie's about. It's called Predestination, and it says the life of a time traveling temporal agent. The t- the time traveling thing, oh, you're is, right, is like just a a context for yeah. this particular story. Oh snap! Drop the mic. What that Harley? Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> I think no, maybe... you're right. I mean, it's a very good point. It doesn't say it's about you know yeah, the, the, the time traveling your... of a temporal agent. It is right. light. It, and ironically, it spoiler yeah. alert, that's exactly what it is. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I dig it. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, maybe for me, I didn't actually read the synopsis. Um, you guys may have said it, but I, I never listened to you guys anyway. Um, so when I went into it, I kind of went into it fresh. It's awesome um, co-hosting, by the way. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I yeah. think Harley was waiting for Denzel Washington to show up and tell him, you know, King Kong ain't got nothing on me That's on this fucking time traveling bullshit. He was waiting for him to train him. You know? Oh, I yeah, saw I'm surprised, man. I'm surprised. I <laughs> wouldn't right, get to that. Hold on. <laughs> oh shit! I saw yeah. old boy. <laughs> we got extras coming later. What are you surprised at, Alonzo? <laughs> I can't remember. You guys kept fucking interrupting me. <laughs> I wasn't. It was Tony. You both fucking interrupted me. Check <laughs> I did it once, but I took it back. I apologized. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I took it back because I edited it out. No, I was not remember. I was going to say I'm surprised. This this was like your cup of tea. I'm surprised you didn't uh, take it more. Like, um, I thought everything being explained was you know perfectly set up for the movie and... Uh, into those characters because it seems like it's gonna be a big part of the movie. I, I'm like thinking they're not gonna waste all our time doing this for it not to pay off at the end, you know. And then um, I'm with it through the whole time. I'm like, all right, I'm with you, man. You have you haven't, you haven't lost me yet. I get it. I totally get. And then the review. And then something happens at the end. I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, God damn it! I I had it. What? Why? Why? I was like, no, don't. I was like, I think I'm expecting some huge turn. It's gonna be a big reveal, and then boom, and and uh, kind of did. And I was like. Or, I mean, it did, and I'm just, so I was like, okay, you son of a bitch. I, uh, I when I thought I had you figured out, <laughs> you gotta do this. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. but I like, I like sitting back and having to think about it, you know? But I wasn't pissed off, I wasn't upset, cause I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love that you can have a violin case for nerds out there to play the violin. It'd be a cool time traveling, uh, device. Um, but then it's funny how it's just like, it's no big deal where he's like, alright, oh, I'm just wearing this clothes, I'm in this year. Leave myself mm-hmm. a voice memo to remember where I'm at and I forget. Um, and you know, time traveling can easily get crazy, right? Oh yeah, and absolutely. I, I mean, watch the Terminator Genesis trailer and see if the, your head doesn't explode after yeah, watching. Yeah, no shit. Try to try to make you know, try to make you know, try to make sense out of that whole thing. Um, but no, man, I think Ethan was great. I thought it was a barkeep. He's just perfect. You know, he's talking to um, the the he she and um. Um, uh, great actor, Sarah Snook. Just a great performance. Yeah, yeah her, everybody's sure. performance was really good. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I really enjoyed. It. I thought it was really cool. It's something different, nice and something you know. I mean, there's like little hints of you know, like I said, Looper and stuff like that, or Minority Report. But 
it's still cool when you see something different, you know, and I like that someone goes bold and tries something like that with the uh, time travel. And, um, you know, it's not a superhero movie. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, and I dug, like I said, I dug Daybreakers too, and I was watching an interview with Ethan Hawke, and he said, you know, I didn't really get to do much in, on uh, Daybreakers. I want to, I want to meet your role. So they wrote this movie with him in mind, and they're like, hey, they called him up, and he was like, sweet. Yeah, so he was excited. Cool. So, yeah, man, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. I definitely buy it for a dollar and recommend it. I'd buy that for a dollar. I will give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. With the potential for a slater. Nice. Once Ooh, I watch it wow. a second time. Yeah, no, I dug it. I thought everything oh, wrapped up nicely. Yeah. The story was well told. The acting was well told. It, it, it looked great. Um, well towed? Well, well towed. Yes, thanks for catching that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, I was, when I finished the movie, I was wanting to give it a Slater, but I was like, no, I, I gotta, I got I gotta watch it again, especially it since it's you time off, travel. It just, it got you at the right move, like, bam. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it definitely got me good, so. And for right. me, it, in order to get a dollar, I'm gonna have to watch it again. I, I think, uh... And the thing is, it's going to be tough to motivate me to watch this movie again anytime soon. <laughs> so, uh, it, while I recognize, you know, like you pointed out, all your, all your guys' points are very good. You know, the performances were really good. Um, you know, I mean, the look of the film wasn't impressive. I, I didn't, I didn't feel like it, it, uh, did anything special for me. Um, it didn't create a, a world like Daybreakers did. You know, I know I keep going back to that film. Um, but I, I guess I wasn't quite engulfed in the in the universe that um, because it didn't feel that much different from ours, you know, um, minus the time travel. Um, but uh, so yeah, unfortunately for me, it's it's a high waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a waste of time. Crazy. All right, all right, all right then. So who had the extra credit? That's right, me. And I chose a little movie I had never seen before. And I, I was ashamed hey, to, to admit it. I'm going to cut you off. Yo, yo, you're going to yo. All right. Same? It's hard to say. Just start talking about arachnophobia. All right. So, yeah, I, I was ashamed of um, um, not watching this movie because, you know, it seems like it's classic. It seems like everyone's seen this movie. Yeah. Me. So I chose... So I chose Arachnophobia, 1990 little flick that uh, stars Jeff Daniels, Julian Sands, John Goodman. A species of South American killer spider hitches a lift uh, to the U.S. in a coffin and starts to breed and kill. Mm. Now everyone's probably seen this, so it's like, okay, what are we going to say differently? This will be just our opinions. Uh, Especially mine, I had never seen it before, and Amy was a big fan of it. Um, And I came to find out why she's a big fan of it, because... Her very first crush is in this movie. It's the mm. young boy. If you remember, oh, yeah. that kid is in My- Mighty Ducks. And I had mentioned this in the podcast before. Her first kiss is from that same little bastard from the Mighty Ducks movie. He plays oh. Jeff Daniels' son in this movie. In oh. fact, there, uh, while filming the movie, um, he had pictures of like uh, from the set with uh, all the different castmates um, work, um, like touching, like handling spiders to get kind of used to them, comfortable with them. So um, she got a little insight into the movie, you know, before it was um, before it was finished. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, this movie, I don't, and I don't know why for some reason I uh, I always wanted to see it. I don't know why I never did. Um, but um, spiders are fucking scary. <laughs> oh shit! 
Right? No kidding. Uh, especially big ass South African ones. Um, yeah, no shit. South American uh, ones, South American ones. Yeah, with a killer poison that makes you shrivel up and die super quick. Um, I I thought maybe because like, the trailers might have misled me, where like you see John Goodman in a suit, and, and I I always thought it was some maybe somewhat like campy, campy, like very campy. campy. Well, and, and it I, has moments of jokey. And it has it, but it but it's more serious. I mean, it's really it more is. serious. It's like, a it weird... takes itself way serious, and it's kind of cool, and it works. Yeah, it's a weird like if you look on IMDb it says comedy sci-fi thriller and hmm. I I, I, I look at it as more order. of a dramatic thriller with some it it's I think uh, it's more campy. No, I think they're right. I think it's like a new, it's like it's like a Neapolitan ice cream. It's got strawberry, chocolate and vanilla. I mean it's got <laughs> yeah. comedy sci-fi. It's it, got all three. I think the camp sort of comes out more as it ages kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. because it's so many of the things are a cliche, you know. But in 1990, when you went to the fucking theater and saw this, you left scared to death of fucking spiders. You know what I mean? You did not want to put your – you, you well, never want to take your shoes off. No, oh, shit. gosh. You know? Well, <laughs> who was the never. one that said last week that arachnophobia is what gave me arachnophobia? Was that Tony? Me. me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was the greatest yeah, line. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what Jaws did to fucking sharks – this movie did to spiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. Like there's that scene when they're on the house and uh, they're just coming all over the place and they got to run. It's like man, there's just yeah. uh, you know just a little bit of them, but it's a swarm. Yeah, it's like uh, it's just super. I don't know. I, I thought it was really cool that Jeff Daniels was great. I love the the whole twist with them moving into this new town and uh, the, the doc didn't want to retire yet, so he kind of screws him over and uh, he's a yeah, real freak. That fucking doctor. That's like where the comedy comes in is what a douchebag yeah. that fucking right. doctor is. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. And, uh, and then, that, uh, the coroner is just walking away with her plates yeah. full of food. It's like, you oh, want a doggy yeah, bag? Yeah, yeah. They're, like, oh. nope. They're like, can I get you a doggy bag for that? <laughs> Looking like Harley over there fucking getting food at a party. <laughs> I, I remember him from Total Recall getting blasted in the head. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With the sweat. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, I, I I thoroughly I was thoroughly enjoying it. I was totally no, I was creep. I was getting creepy. I was getting creeped out. Um, I said like Jeff Daniels in a serious role and um, with his family. And um, uh, like I said, I, for some reason I thought it was like kind of campy or super campy. So it's kind of a nice surprise that it wasn't. Well, and again, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's hard. There are. It's not. You know, it's not eight legged freaks camp. You know what right. I mean? Um, but John Goodman does have a couple lines. You know, that's right. I'm bad. After he squashes a bug. Or, honestly, or, or they ask him, they go, did you bring a sample? And he goes, actually, I think I still got some left on the I'm bottom of my shoe. shoe. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like shit like that is fucking hilarious. You but know? you know what? Like it, His character didn't seem too unbelievable to me. No, of course like, not. I could see Absolutely an actual not. person have that personality and behave that way. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't seem campy. Like usually campy to me means... The characters are slightly they're slightly too over the top so that they're unbelievable. It's it's a good point. I think you're right. I think it's just more gold gold blue. I was gonna call it. Um, <laughs> Goodman is more of the comic relief. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's not a camp. Yeah, it's just it's, a comic relief. It's right on the border. I mean, it's it's yeah. you know touching it, touching that edge, but um, it doesn't go over for me. Yeah. And I, I was, was a revisit this Harley. fucking I time, man. Fuck this fucking movie, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> was, so did it get did it get to you again? Woo! Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, did. Funny enough, like 
um, uh, after I came back from, um, I forget where I was at, walk in, I felt, I swear to God, I felt like a spider web on my head. And I was like, God damn, arachnophobia. So I'm stressing <laughs> out, freaking out, thinking it's going to be one of those ones that's going to bite me and fuck with me, you know? Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that, it, yeah, it does its trick, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, I, I dug it, man. It was a lot of fun. Um, like I said, and, and, um, and for me, I've never had a phobia of spiders. You know, I'm certainly not the Jeff Daniels character. And, um, and the movie doesn't make me afraid of spiders. Um, but you know, Jaws, well, that's not true. Jaws does make me afraid of fucking sharks. Um, but the movie is done so well, I enjoy the shit out of it. I mean, I've never, I mean, I love this film. I was watching, I was playing with the girls and I've desensitized Mazzy so much that she was enjoying the shit out of it. She wasn't even scared because like as we were watching it, she was sitting right next to me. I kept like creeping my hand, like tickling her leg or something like that. <laughs> or, or I would try to jump scare her, like, like, you know, I would hiss at her or some sure. shit. And, uh, fucking Fonzo. <laughs> <laughs> Gets you every time. Every time. <laughs> Told you. Um, you try to scare her? Yeah, so I was like trying to scare her, and she goes, she looks at me like, you're not scaring me, dad. <laughs> so I'm like, Damn, big spiders, man. Like, what the fuck, man. Uh. He's like, I was like, what do I got to put on Killer Clowns from Outer Space or some shit to get you? <laughs> He's like, you, you got that? Can we watch that? And I'm like, so it's kind of interesting, but I yeah. think it's done so well. Like, uh, this was the first time I saw it in a long time where I wanted to watch it and see like how they did it. And if you notice, like, especially at the beginning, some, the big something. spider, there's a couple times where you're, it's a robotic spider where you can see, like, just the, when they need to really, like, they needed to do something specific, they have some sort of animatronic spider. But for the most part, they use, like, tarantulas or I don't know what other spider, but they're big ass spiders. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed in one scene, the scene where you're talking about when he's trying to get out of the house, there's, they're actually, if you look, cause I watched a Blu-ray copy of it and it looked really good. The scene where the girl's in the shower. Yep. I, I saw gonna, that. That's what I was going to ask you guys. Yep, yes. Yep. There's guys, a scene where that? if you look closely, you can see a little black string hanging from the, the real life spider. The so there's a lot of that, that going on where they're dangling spiders to get them to go where they want. And I mean, that was just genius filmmaking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and, and I think it holds up really, really well. That the, those special effects or lack thereof. I mean, there's obviously no CG or anything like that. You know, and at the end when the fucking tarantula's like jumping at him and shit, you're like, God damn, that is fucking creepy. So remember I told you like in the backyard when one of them jumped at Amy. Remember? Yeah. So, yeah. Fucking uh, joke. Yeah, I mean. The so blue, if you I see a spider, blue. step on it is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, and then look at the bottom of your thing. And, go, and when the dog barks, you go, "Yeah, that's right, I'm bad." After we sprayed <laughs> it fucking fourteen times. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so, I didn't yeah, hold I, up for you, Tony. What's that? I didn't hold up for you. Are you still? still well, like, I mean, yeah, no, it was uh, it was a lot more entertaining this time around than the first time. Um, uh, maybe because of watching in two sittings. <laughs> I uh, I after I came home Friday night, you know, it was like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. I'm, you know, I'm. Pretty pretty buzz, borderline drunk, um, and I'm like, I'm not tired yet. I'm a I'm gonna watch the homework, <laughs> aka shit faced. <laughs> yeah, and so I made it like 20 minutes, and I almost passed out. 
Um, luckily, I didn't get to the spiders yet, except you know the first scene. Exactly. Um, but once I was fresh, the next day I went back into it, uh, and uh, and I was by myself again because I know none of the girls in the house are gonna want to watch it with me. So yeah, <laughs> I watched it by myself. Um, and uh, man, I was pulling up my knees on the couch, you know, and cover. I, it was like it, it got me again. It was like, ah, this is like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to turn off the lights, you know. Right. I don't want to reach under the lamp to hit the switch. Um, I don't want to put on shoes. But in terms of the movie itself, you know, it, how it's put together, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. I thought it, 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 it did its job, and it had the comedy relief. I completely forgot about the comedy and uh, when I, mm-hmm. from when I first saw it as a kid. Yeah. So that made it, you know, that made it a little better. Well, that coroner's like um, the dude from Total Recall tries to wake up Arnold. Yeah, yeah. I thought we said that earlier. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and did you know the guy who he was in Total Recall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the guy who sweat. Yeah, yeah sweat. He gets shot in the fucking head again. Arnold spits yeah, that pill yeah. in his neck. Yeah, man. For me, I thoroughly enjoyed. It. I'm sure everyone's seen it before. He already knows and they liked it. So to me, it's, um, you know. Um, and it's crazy. In my line of work, I think I'd run them all, run, run into them all the time. So you probably do. Help. You just yeah. weren't aware. Yeah. So now it sucks. Yeah, I gotta be careful. But arachnophobia gets, uh, yeah, gets a buy for a dollar for me for sure. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yep. And for no me, dollar. oh, go ahead, Tony. I'd buy that for a dollar. And I'm going full Slater. I love this movie. Right. It's one that was a probably. Movie. It's. It's probably my favorite, like, insect movie kind mm-hmm. of thing, you mm-hmm. know? And I think it holds up really well. Um, I think it was done very well at the time. All the performances are good. It's got good pacing. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is the replayability on this is through the roof. Mm-hmm. And I would play this for anybody. I would I, anybody who who's like was scared of creepy crawly things. I'm like, let's watch some fucking anybody who I hate. <laughs> fuck you up. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, like the movies. You know, like what was that scene where that one spider comes out of that dude's mouth? You're like, what? The yeah, fuck? yeah, exactly. I mean, shit like that. It's like that shit works so well. And again, it doesn't make me afraid of spiders. And they even talk about it. Like, you know, the, the black widows aren't even deadly. You know what I mean? I mean. The, you know, in all the cases, one person died from a black widow spider, and that was a one-year-old. You know what I mean? But yeah. we sort of live in this society where we're deathly afraid of fucking spiders. Well, you know, and, it's not even that, like, for my fear. I don't fear death. I just don't want them to fucking touch me. Get those eight fucking legs off of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hear that? Fucking spider so, watch out. So, yeah, I mean, I love this movie, and Why I would not? rewatch it again and again. So, yeah, it's a slider for me. Wow. Cool. Yeah, I gotta. I gave my homework a waste of time and the extra credit. To the <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's funny because normally when a movie makes me feel something, I like, yeah. you know, that that's when I, I I'm like, this is a great movie. But man, fuck this shit, I don't want to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not entertained. Like, I was entertained, but I can't see myself continuously being entertained by it. That's the only reason I wouldn't. I mean, see, so yeah, and I think it. I, I this is one of those films I could watch once, once every year or two. Wow, right on. I might give it another shot and uh, and change my mind, but for now, it's 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 a dollar. Ah, cool. Um, so do you want to assign homeworks right now or yeah, do the extras? Yeah, we got the homework for next week. I have homework for next week. We'll go for it. Home, shoot it. Um, this was recommended by uh, my sister. Um, Lainey wanted to see it, and so I figured might as well throw it out there. 
It's uh, Nicole Kidman's new movie, Before I Go to Sleep. Before I Go to Sleep. Yeah. yeah a woman sure. wakes up every day remembering nothing as a result of a traumatic accident in her past. Oh, here we go. Taking notes. Again. All in first. Yeah, it makes me think of like a a memento with a woman lead. Okay. So. Hmm. Oh, cool. People who like this also like the guest. (laughs) Oh, there you go. And predestination. I think that's just like fucking following our, you know, habits or whatever. So who's got the extra credit? So I do, and I was gonna pick something, but now I don't want to because it's too heavy, and this one's like a drama. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm thinking like comedy or action or something, um, but I don't have anything offhand. Um, shit, I keep seeing movies. I'm like, oh, that'd make good extra credit. That'd make good extra credit. <laughs> then I then I don't make a note and I don't write it down or something. And so, do you uh, look them up on IMDb whenever you think that? Because you have a history. No, I, thanks, Tony. Um, <laughs> no, it's like movies no, that I, I just you. think about, like throughout the day. I'm like, oh, I'd like to go back and see that, or no, or uh, on IMDb, I mean, and I see a recommendation or something like that. So. Well, that, I'm serious though. Like, I go into my history on IMDb, and I'm like, uh, oh yeah, that's right. That's what I want to sign. Let me do that. Yeah, I wasn't being a jackass this time. And then I'll uh, I am search for IMDb search history. Let's go back. Uh, Problem with me is like my MDB history ends up being clogged with a bunch of girls that I'm looking up. <laughs> <laughs> so anything, Harley? You can get back to us if you got none. Yeah. All right. No worries. Can't think about it. Well, cool. I mean, that wraps up another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast. Uh, do we want to do extras or no? Oh, that's right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's yeah, right. No worries. Harley had an extra. You both had extras. What you guys got? I had Old Boy. I think Harley had Sabotage. Oh, you got the remake, Old Boy? Yeah, the new one. Okay. The Spike Lee joint. Uh-huh. Damn, 8.4. Wait, no. That's the old one. God damn it. Oh, no, no, no. no, no, no Spike no, Lee was got 5.7. Home. Yeah, right? Yeah, the, the Spike Lee film was not was not highly regarded. And did any of you see it? No, I haven't seen it. No. No? Interesting. All right. Yeah, because I remember... Um, Part of me, like, I think we all talked about, oh, Old Boy's getting remade, and then it came out, and like, we were like, nope, not going to watch it. Um, yeah. But it follows the same, similar story. Um, obsessed with vengeance, a man sets out to find out why he was kidnapped and locked into solitary confinement for 20 years without reason. Got Josh Brolin playing uh, Joe Doucette, um, the guy being locked up and flipping out. Um, now, I, I mean, I couldn't help but compare it to the old one. Um, cause I had, see, I have, you know, I, I've seen the old, old, the original old boy, um, Lane, she hasn't seen the old, the, the old one. So it was hard for me to like not say things while we're watching it out loud. Like just you know, like, Oh, it's that. And, uh, so, um, I think it did a good job and she was completely, um, she, she was completely unaware of the twist. I don't know if you guys remember. I have no idea. I didn't see the original. I have no idea the the plot or anything. Ah, okay. So, um, uh, this movie starts off with Josh Brolin just kind of being a, I think he's in some kind of marketing. He's magazine. He's, he's trying to get, um, these magazine deals 
like he's going to the advertising firm or something. Um, but he's kind of a fuck up. He's an alcoholic. Um, his, his, his boss is on his case. He's like, you got to get this, you, you got to get this one, um, this one client, blah, blah, blah. He goes, he talks to the client. The client's like, yeah, this is great. And they, they, well, um, his wife, um, who's at the meeting with him at the time, she's like, yeah, no, I think it's a good idea. So then the husband's like, all right, then we have a deal. And he goes to the bathroom. And then Josh Brown's like, you know, so you want you and me, you know, this weekend, she's like, you think I just, I recommended your shit because I want to fuck you. Don't disrespect <laughs> me. And then the husband comes back and is like, don't disrespect, disrespect my wife. Boy, I'll knock you out. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, they just kick him out and he loses the deal, loses his job, oh, um, drinks himself into a stupor. And so that's like sets up his character as being kind of like the alcoholic fuck up. Um, eventually he gets kidnapped and um, that's where like the meat of the film comes from. Um, they spend a lot of time um, where in his solitary confinement. Uh, you know, there's his character progression. Um, and w- one of the, the, one of the things about the movies that, uh, or the story is that he leaves behind a wife and, uh, and a daughter. And while he's in prison, they're showing him that, uh, that he, th- they report, the reports are saying that he killed his wife and raped her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and his daughter's, you know, uh, abandoned. Like she, she got taken into foster care. Um, and so he's like, "What the fuck?" And in the in the movie, right at the beginning, they show that he's they they, they knock him out um, with with gas, take his um his uh, sperm samples, and take his hair samples, and plant all this evidence to make it seem like he's this asshole, right, um, who disappeared, and then he just abandoned abandoned his child. Um, so he's stuck there for twenty years. You say he abandoned his child. Yeah, he abandoned my boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, if somebody you didn't you, you didn't do it. <laughs> um, and uh, so. They finally let him out. And you're like, why the fuck do they let him out? You know, he got kidnapped. They got shown shown this shit. You know, they, they, and uh, he's got a TV in his uh, in his prison, his cell, um, and they're showing him these this footage. And uh, over the course of his 20 years, they have this this um, this show, like uh, unsolved mysteries type of show. And they keep on bringing up his case. So like, it's it, the guy disappeared. What happened? You know, it's one of the greatest unsolved mysteries for the last 20 years. Blah blah blah. Um, and uh, they show clips of, uh, you know, they interview his daughter, like how she's doing, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so that motivates him to, you know, to get better. Um, stop being an alcoholic, blah, blah, blah. They let him out. Um, and this is where the shit happens. You know, now it's vengeance time. It's the revenge flick. Um, and I, I, I don't want to give away the rest of the film. I mean, he, he kicks some shit. You know, he, he, he handles his shit. Uh, and it's... I know... You guys, for Harley who hasn't seen the old one this isn't going to mean much um, that I like this one better than the old one um, oh. the old one was cool and had some I think it's the fight scene it's got one classic fight scene in it um, with a with a you know the single shot in the long hallway the hammer yep yeah, I mean that's ama- I don't think anybody can replicate it they tried in this movie um, and they kind of like it was a one shot but they went from one level to like a different level it wasn't the same as the old one. They were trying to do something new, and I think it took away from that gritty feel from the from that original one. Yeah, because um, he's just going. He has like a hammer, and he's just going no, at it. It's dirty. Yeah, yeah, it's dirty. Exactly. It's like a video dirty. game. Yeah, it's very gritty. Side <laughs> scrolling um, video game, fucking kung fu. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I mean, for Josh Brolin just come in and flip on his head, and you know, it was cool. I mean, the fight <laughs> scene was cool in this new yeah. one. Um, it it uh it felt very raw. 
uh, where, I mean, like the, the guys were coming at him with two by fours and smacking him with it. And it, the, the, the sound effects that they played along with it and, um, the stunt, the, the stunts they were doing was well done. Um, mm-hmm. but I think I just like that gritty, that dirty feeling of that first right. one. It was just great. Um, um, but, uh, it's still cool. Like I was very entertained. And I think with this movie, I remember my biggest beef with the first one was how they wrap up the story. There's, mm-hmm. there's the guy that kidnaps him and his motivation for his kidnapping. Right. And in the first one, I'm just like, what the fuck? I, 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 I couldn't, I, the movie ended and I, I, I couldn't understand it. And it just took away from the film. Um, and this one, they wrapped it up better. The, the, the motivation was a lot more clear and um and tight and i think the original one they were trying to make a trilogy right wasn't there like yeah. two other well, movies i think it's or like uh, yeah yeah i think it's part of the like lady vengeance right. or something like lady that lady vengeance or... yeah so i think the first one they left it open ended for the tr- for the other movies but i had no interest in watching them this one it wrapped it up all nicely in one one film one package no no sequel no nothing um which i thought was cool yeah. um they did leave something open to have other kind of spin-offs from this storyline, but they aren't real sequels to the old boy story. Um, the the only thing is that while this movie did wrap up and tie up that motivation for the kidnapping, it was a little far fetched, um, and it seemed like a little like like a stretch. Like uh, I don't know if that would actually happen. Yeah. Um, but I was still entertained, and I'd recommend watching it because. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, both Laney and I give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Well, yeah, I'm a big fan of Spike Lee, and so yeah. and I keep seeing it. And you got such a fucking phenomenal actor mm-hmm. associated with it. So, and the thing about this movie, old boy, is uh, it's it's one of those twists ending type things, but it's one of the better better made ones. Like I I, I think it's even even the old the original one. Um, it had one of those twist endings that was just really well done. Um, and I think that's part of um, the appeal and the selling point. For sure. Nice. Right on. Cool. Right on. Sabotage. Sabotage. Oh, so, yeah. You know, Listen, all of you. This is sabotage. <laughs> um, so you had seen this, Bonzo, and I remember you not liking it. You. Um, I was mixed, yeah. Yeah, coming away from it, and um, elements I like. The movie's got problems. The <laughs> and I think a lot of it comes due to the director. I think I think uh, David Ayers. Mm-hmm. He um, there's a couple times now. It was last week when I saw early. Um, there was God. I can't think of. There was several times where sort of oh, it was kind of like the comedy. They would try to like make jokes, but it was a really gruesome, violent film that was really serious. Uh-huh. But then, but then they'd all be sitting around drinking beers, talking about <laughs> strippers and shit. And I'm like, uh-huh. what are you trying to, what movie are you trying to accomplish? <laughs> like this action, semi drama, semi serious, with a lot of or a really, really hard R, violent, Revenge, not revenge, but like kind of you know cop drama with with an interesting plot line at the end, and in there was like two or three times throughout the film where the shitty pacing really took me out of the film, and it took me a couple minutes to get back because I was like, 
did he really make that? Like all of a sudden the acting got like campy or like weird. And so I was like, yeah, it had weird like editing and, and pacing issues. Um, but I, I like the look of the film. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things Air, Ayers does so well, you yeah, know, for sure. you know, when cops are going in and they're going to bust down doors, like nobody does it better. Like he just has that shit down pat and the, and the, the cop lingo and the chit chatting and stuff like that, it just works. And even though Arnold's a terrible actor, it's kind of cool to see him on screen and he's kind of playing a douchebag and he's got that weird like fucking hair, but it kind of works. And, mm-hmm. and, um, I think, I think for me, um, the strongest part or the strongest character, um, was Joe Manganiello. Mm-hmm. He played yeah, yeah. Grinder, mm-hmm. and he just felt really like charismatic and, and empowering. And then I looked him up; he's like six five, two hundred and fifty yeah, pounds. Uh-huh. He's just a big fucking monster, dude. He said he's like, living a dream when he's in the car with Arnold, you know, and he's all dressed oh, I'm up sure, and kick sure. ass. Oh, he's a young man. He's you know, he's basically our age, and and I just thought, wow, that's I I really liked his character. Um, and and the the plot twist at the end, I kind of dug, and and I liked. I like the screenplay as a whole in regards to, you know, they're, it's kind of a dirty squad. You know, they're trying to take the money, uh, but something happens to it and we're trying to figure out what happened to it. And you got all these kind of, all these kind of loose cannons. And, and so when it was all said and done, I, it, I, I had a, a decent experience with it. Um, and I think it's one of those things where it's because a lot of it felt so, so gritty and authentic, you know, it was like, even when, even though, and, and another thing that kind of pissed me off was there's a lot of CG blood. That shit drove me nuts. I can't stand that fucking CG blood. <laughs> and, and, and there's a lot of real blood, you know, and the guy's like uh-huh. into the ceiling and there's like a pool of blood or, you know, a- anytime somebody's shot or something, it's just like, you're like, God damn, does a human body have that much blood in it? It's like, holy <laughs> shit. Um, and so the film's constantly just keeping me going, keeping me going. And it's not a super long film. It's, it's, you know, it's an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. And, uh, and, and, and so at the end all, like you kind of said, I was kind of torn. I was kind of, you know, it was kind of a mixed bag kind of thing. Um, but at the end, I would give it a buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Especially if you like these kind of films. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's really nothing new. Um, but it, there, there's some things that it doesn't pull any punches. This does not try to be a PG 13. This is not a family oh, no. friend film. You know, it is a hard R. It's very violent. The characters are all, you know, non children friendly people. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. you know, which is cool disclaimer. for Arnold to go back to those sort of original hard yeah. R roots. You know what I mean? So kind of props for that. So. I also saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh shit, the new one! <laughs> oh wow, just like not. This is I just randomly. Oh, I also watched that. Well, I texted you didn't you want to admit it in the week, and I assume you didn't get it. Wow. What? I texted Fonzo a couple days ago because last week he mentioned that he started watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but he never got a chance to finish it. And so I was like, oh, you know what? My kid's gonna love watching this, especially Anna. And uh, so I was like, all right, so. I get a copy of it and we sit down and we watch it in one sitting and holy fuck this movie's terrible um it it 
it takes all the good parts of the original and fucking CGs the shit out of them. And and then they start like making fun of them. There's like I don't know if you saw Tony, there's a scene where they're like, "So wait, are they from space?" And the mm. character goes, "No, that would be stupid." And I was like, "Ah ha ha, not funny." You know, and it does that a couple times. How dare you say anything bad about Whoopi Goldberg like that? Jesus Christ, Whoopi fucking Goldberg is in it, man. <laughs> Whoopi fucking. Yo, she's not in it for that long. Relax. I don't give a fuck. She's Will, in Will it. Arnett was funny in it. No, he's not. He's yes, not he funny. Is. The he's turtles not. were funny in it too. He's not funny, and none yes, of the turtles were. were funny. And yes, I didn't they were. Like, I kept going like Tony. Watch the fucking thing. Let's discuss it more. We got week. to. It sounds like it. Got to. I'll finish wait, wait. it. I'll finish so it. You, you finish. finish it, we'll, we'll finish it. No, we'll finish it. Me, me and Hart, me. We'll do an extra, extra credit. Me and Tony, will, me and Tony, watch it, and we'll can discuss a little bit more next week. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Cool. Damn. All right. Cowabunga. That's on. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, well, lovely note to end the podcast. <laughs> Would you say, Tommy, our buddy Tommy? Just say I'm going to make a Terrence Malick film extra credit. Oh, wow. You can't even fucking think of a movie to, uh, to sign already, Jackass. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, you know, you just love You just heard us rant on all these movies. Uh, yeah, you just, we'll have some pizza for next week, you know, and uh, chow down. Ain't that right? Hey, this is Tommy Wazo and... Bonzo. Harley. We're together listening Bad Boys broadcast, and I want you to listen, but don't believe too much what they say, but they are not a high school people, all right? So maybe they are right. right. Have a great time. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love that outro. He literally says, like, have a good time. I'm like, what the fuck? Who says have a good time? <laughs>